Just the other day, I was driving north on 270 to a clergy conference at the Josephinum and uh, was uh, approaching that new smart interchange that they're constructing where 670 comes into 270 and all of a sudden everything came to a grinding halt, okay? And uh, there were all these trucks and SUVs and cars just, we were all just sitting there and going nowhere for the longest time. And people began to get out their phones and people again looked like they're getting out breakfast okay and um, just we were all just sitting there going about our own business for the longest time because we were just not moving at all or if we moved we just moved like it just seemed like a few inches for the longest for the longest time and um, it struck me that as we were sitting there that here we are all, we're all going somewhere we're all together but we're in this kind of like lonely and deserted place and we're not really together at all. A gospel today for this feast of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ, is the only story of the gospel besides the resurrection that is found in all four gospels. So obviously it's a very significant gospel. It foretells Jesus feeding his disciples at the Last Supper when his body and blood would indeed provide for all of his followers for all time. Jesus knew that whatever age we lived in, the road can be lonely and deserted. The gospel notes that this story today takes place in a very deserted place. And we all have these kinds of moments in our lives along the way. And this is not the first time that just such a story happens in the gospel today. When the Israelites were on their journey to the promised land, they too were out in the desert, and God noticed them, fed them along the way. Whatever age we travel in, travel through deserted places, whether it's on freeways sometimes or whether we're in airports where we're stuck and our planes are canceled. People long ago found themselves in the desert, people like in the gospel today. But indeed, we receive right here our daily bread as we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. God wants to provide for us. This is our daily sustenance, the Eucharist, as we journey through the desert lands of our lives. It's what strengthens us as we go along the way. And are we attentive? Do we notice the bread, the Eucharist, that God wants to give us along the way and provide for us when these times come. In the gospel today, the disciples are overwhelmed by the people's urgent needs, and they say to Jesus, dismiss the crowds so they can provide provisions 
and lodging so they can go take care of themselves. In other words, there's no way that we can take care of them. But Jesus says, go give them some food yourselves. And they respond to Jesus, well, we have only five loaves and two fish. Then the story goes on to say there were like 5,000 men. And that does not count all the women and children. So do the math and figure out there were thousands and thousands of people, a huge crowd. The need is literally overwhelming, and the disciples have so little. No different for us today. Whether the need that we are confronted with is hunger or homelessness or the sick or the lonely, those strung out on drugs and all the refugees or migrants, there's no way that we by ourselves can take care of these urgent needs. We're very much like the disciples in the gospel today. We see all these needs. It seems like there's nothing that we can do with our meager resources. But then look at the gospel. What does Jesus say? He says, what do you have? Well, we have five loaves and two fish. And then Jesus takes what they have. They give it. They give what they have to Jesus. And then he blessed it and broke it and gave it back once again to them. And then they distributed it to the crowds. And there's a great spiritual lesson in this for us. When we give what little we have to Jesus, he's able to do so much more in return. We wonder how it happens, but it does. When we give what little we have, he's able to make so much more, and we will be amazed. Our God can never be outdone with our generosity. The more we give, the more we receive. St. Luke, in another gospel passage that we read, we read from Luke today as well, but in another place, he, Luke says, give, and gifts will be given to you. Good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will be measured back to you. So when God asks us to empty ourselves so he can fill us up, as I said, this story only appears, it does appear in the four Gospels, so it's very, very important. So we see its importance for our lives. It has Eucharistic overtones, even though it is not a story of the Eucharist. We see the Eucharistic overtones, and we see that Jesus takes the five loaves and two fishes, and he, he looks up to heaven. He says the blessing over them, and then he gives it back to the disciples. So as we are here today celebrating the Eucharist, what gifts do we have that Jesus has placed in our hands that we can give to him, that he can transform and bless? He has given every single one of us a gift that we can share. If it's not clear what gifts that you have, ask him to make it clear to you here at this Mass. In a few moments, we're going to bring very, very ordinary gifts forward. 
Very simple, bread and wine. And through the power of the ordained ministry, there's an overwhelming power that I as a priest have. These gifts are received, blessed, and transformed into very something very, very extraordinary, the body and blood of Christ. This is even more extraordinary than what happens today in the gospel, the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. They become the very presence of Christ for all of us on our pilgrim journey of life. So if Jesus can do this, can transform ordinary bread into his divinity, then he can take whatever it is that we bring here and make it more than we can ever possibly imagine. So what is he asking you to bring and give to him this day?